0: Welcome to Westerns and Wagons, I hope you enjoyed the show, and
1: feel free to give me a call if you need a deal sometime. Yeehaw. Welcome to a special episode of Westerns and Wagons, listeners. If you're new here, then this is the right episode to start with. We introduce the cast, give some descriptions of them, and then recap the first six episodes so that you can skip over some sketchy audio and get right into the first arc. For you veteran listeners, there's some good stuff in here for you, too. Not only do we give physical descriptions of the characters and do a fun recap, but there's also a Q&A session with the players and the DM that shows some of the inner thoughts and feelings of the PCs that might not have come across in the show. We hope you listeners new and old alike enjoy this episode. On with the show.
2: So how do we want to do this recap?
1: Um, I figure first we introduce ourselves and introduce <coughs> our character and then describe what the character Dying. looks like. Uh, each one of us will do that. Brett, do you want to start or do you want me to set the example?
2: How about you do it? Yeah. Okay.
1: Well, that's fine. Yeah, no, you go ahead. Brett, do you want to start? No, you do it. Okay. Uh, I'm Matthew uh, and I play Deputy Sheriff, a uh, Black Dragonborn hey. artificer.
0: What's an artificer?
1: Artificers are magical inventors. Uh, He is a gunsmith artificer, which means that he has something called a thunder cannon. It is a large rifle um, that he uses in combat that can explode with actual thunder damage. Whereas everyone, I think, in the party has a handgun or revolver of some kind, Deputy Sheriff's is different uh, in that it is much larger and deals much more damage. It is a... uh, like a maple wood stock or a maple wood body with uh, bronze inlays and trims on it. Um, it rifles in on the tip instead of blunderbussing out like that. Uh, and it has just various uh, filigrees of brass and bronze all the way up to the stock when it becomes completely wooden.
0: I did not know that. I super thought it would blunderbuss.
1: Nope, nope. It does not. Uh, it rifles in so that he can uh, shoot more accurately. So
0: for deputy, uh, size does matter.
1: Deputy Sheriff is a black dragonborn. Um, (laughs) Deputy Sheriff is a black dragonborn. Most dragonborns have some kind of horns, but Deputy has actually cut his off. Um, They used to come out from the side of his head and point forward, but he has cut them off down right to the scales. Deputy Sheriff uh, wears a gray tunic and gray pants that are tucked into black boots, over which he wears... Uh, a black duster and a sort of flat black cowboy hat. He uh, is his primary goal in life is to track down Everett Clayton, who is the man that murdered his wife and child.
2: Have we decided if you had a son or a daughter, and also the name of your wife?
1: I keep go. Oh yes. Uh, his wife's name is Delilah, uh, and he had a daughter.
0: Mm-hmm. What's the daughter's name? Lily. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and anyway, that's uh, Deputy Sheriff. My name is Brett. I play Josiah
3: Black, who is a human cleric who dwells in the Quiet. Uh, specifically, he worships as a, uh, a, a goddess of death. He wears uh, a lot of black. He, he wears a black suit. Basically, he's got a long coat that kind of goes down to his knees. He wears a string bow tie. Uh, he's got dark brown hair. So it's a little bit long. almost goes to his shoulders. He usually just pushes it back on his head. Uh, wears a, uh, a broad-brimmed, uh, kind of a flat hat. Uh, and, and typically carries a shovel around with him because not only is he a, um, a preacher, but he's the undertaker, which is really the role that he has, uh, d- he has dived into. Uh, he, so he's got that shovel. He's actually got his holy symbol as a part of his shovel. Uh, typically carries it around on his back. Uh, he does have a shotgun. He doesn't usually take that around with him. But but he owns one. So he fell into his role when, um, well, basically, he was kind of learning the trade. He did not have a specific domain picked out just yet. Uh, but there was an incident in the graveyard, and he lost his uh, his mentor, the former preacher of the town, uh, Oscar, known affectionately as Oscar. <laughs> uh, and he had to kind of take up the mantle. It turns out that the uh, the quiet occasionally has a problem with Restless Undead. So he is made it his mission to, uh, to keep an eye on that situation. And uh, that's uh, more or less his story.
2: Uh, I'm Sarah, and I play Sequug, the Wood Elf Monk. Uh, she uses the Drunken Fist style. Uh, she originally hails from uh, some uh, the lands to the north, where it's uh, all icy and snowy. But she's been wandering further south for uh, many years now. And she went from town to town and not really doing much other than uh, getting into fights and perfecting her uh, drunken monk skills by fighting and drinking.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And she's uh, kind of tall and thin and is uh, tan from being in the sun all the time. And her it's kind of got like a coppery color and her hair has been bleached from the sun. And she's, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Oh, and she wears... Uh, Furs, and like, I think her outfit clearly was meant for more of a colder climate, but various pieces have been lost or discarded over the years or been worn out, so it's considerably more ragged. She doesn't wear any shoes.
0: What kind of furs? Furs?
2: Mysterious animal furs from a distant foreign land.
0: Oh, that's so mysterious (laughs) and exotic. Yeah, no. I was just wondering if it was like, like a singular... Big fur, or if it was like a bear, or if it was like squirrel fur, and like she just like <laughs> killed hundreds of squirrels to make this coat.
2: Well, I think my original plan is that she had like a big <laughs> it's overcoat. Yeah, you had
4: the tail. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the next one biting the tail, the one that came before it.
2: Oh Weird. Well, I think uh, maybe she has like a main coat that's made out of bear, and the others are just whatever. Yeah. So in addition to all the rough furs that she has, she also has a. Uh, earring that's made uh, that's in the shape of a teardrop that's made from a real teardrop how that works you may ask i have no idea is it a teardrop that is a solid object or is it does it merely contain a, a small amount of liquid
4: that could potentially be
2: a tear we don't
4: know lakoa is a half-orc druid who was originally from the quiet uh, she grew up there and lived there with her parents She currently serves as the town's kind of mystical consultant healer, though she's not particularly trusted. But when, you know, there's a particularly strange problem or the church is failing people on a particular thing, they'll often seek her out for consultation. Um, She lives on the edge of the town. She's relatively tall.
0: And when you say relatively tall, tall for her... Like tall for her race, or like relatively tall. tall, like compared to anybody.
4: Relatively tall compared to humans. Okay. She's in the, the six foot range. She has uh, tan skin and black hair. She has uh, one tusk on the bottom that sticks up, and one fang uh, that kind of hangs down on the top. So kind of on the opposite sides of each other she um typically in the quiet she's wears something different since she's been on the road but typically in the quiet she kind of dresses in like your traditional button-up shirt sort of the predecessor to the the gibson girl shirt um (laughs) but just a kind of a high-necked cream-colored victorian button-up shirt that she tucks into a long calico prairie skirt um and wears boots in some instances, she has like a headdress that has like horns and stuff of, you know, various animals from the quiet, whatever those horned animals might be antelopes or bison or whatever. Jackalopes. Those then. <laughs> but when she's kind of walking around town, like running errands, she tends to wear a very wide brim, flat top uh, brown hat.
0: I'm sorry, is, is Sigurd the only one who doesn't wear a hat?
3: Yeah, specific style of hat even
4: <laughs> hey, we all, yeah she, she
0: actually just wears, wears a yamu yeah, yeah, top. Have, none room. of us <laughs> have like you're big 10 gallon yeah just yeah, wear cowboy hats yee haw okay yeah and then Brett said and I was like oh that's right he does wear a hat and then Jim yeah. got to it and was like oh
2: we're just uh, hat bunch I, 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 I didn't quite get the memo on the western
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I apologize she wears a
3: baseball cap trucker hat but
4: anyway, um, so Lakoa is kind of, sort of stuck between her human and orc sides. Her mother and father fell in love, and they had her, but they really couldn't make it work between the two of them.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, now, so, why couldn't they make it work?
4: Well, religion has a lot to do with it. Because... Lakoa and her mother both believe in more natural spirits, that the gods are really just a representation of nature itself, not necessarily like. Certainly not ascended, you know, mortal beings, but mm. they're more like forces of nature as opposed to like actual, like, humanoid mm. representations of things. Um, so that was something that Lakoa's mother and father really disagreed on. It kind of got her parents a lot of flack from the town. And Lakoa's mother at, just got to the point where she just didn't want to be a part of it anymore and just left, leaving Lakoa with her father to to raise the rest of the way.
0: I have one more question for you. Your fang, your, your one up and one down, is it meant to look like super badass, or is it meant to look like a little derpy and disarming?
4: Um... I think, for the most part, it probably comes off as a little derpy and disarming.
1: Okay. <laughs> so, our story begins in a sleepy town called The Quiet, uh, which is next to the railroad, uh, as it was described. and is a stop on the railroad and was supposed to be a much larger town than it ended up being.
3: Right. Uh, and uh, Josiah, of course, was the uh, the preacher and, and gravedigger uh, of the town, so the people knew him. He wasn't super liked because he... Uh, was a little bit he carried that shovel around everywhere and talked about dead things mm-hmm. and uh, but what are you gonna do you need a preacher you need an undertaker
1: deputy blew into town uh, on the lead of the person who killed his uh, nay murdered his family <laughs> Everett Clayton and he had stopped by the thirsty turtle. <laughs> don't laugh it's sad uh, stopped in the town uh, stopped by the thirsty turtle to uh, try and uh, get a lead on Everett Clayton,
2: Sequog uh, stumbled into town and uh, asked for the strongest drink at the <laughs> Thirsty Turtle because that's the first place she goes in <laughs> Wait, any town. Do,
3: the, the Thirsty thor- Turtle. The thirsty Turtle. Yeah, I caught that I too. Liked it. I, I liked thought
0: it.
2: I thought it was Thirsty Turtle.
0: You
1: it you? Is, said it is. The <laughs> Thirsty Turtle.
2: <laughs> thirsty Turtle. I probably did that on purpose. I like saying Thirsty.
1: Why was Lakoa at the Thirsty Turtle?
4: Um, she because she had stopped to uh, she was running errands in town. She had stopped to get something to eat.
0: And Zeke was hanging out at the
4: Thirsty Turtle. <laughs> Jesus, Because he's That's drunk great. all the time. Because he there was has a,
1: a problem. There were several different uh, you, notable characters in you, the Thirsty Turtle besides our guys. There was a, a Tabaxi. There was a, a uh-huh. dwarf. Whatever. Yeah. There was a, And
2: then there was the NPC to rule them all.
1: Yes there
3: was Zink. wrong roachman there was the roachman
4: uh, see
0: i have i had at least three or four more guesses to go off of there was the goliath bartender Wait, I think. Yep, yep and uh-huh. then of course the uh the player piano that transformed mm-hmm. into a machine gun-esque uh monster golem
1: yep uh, and I, I don't know if i said it earlier but the dwarf who uh And uh, the dwarf, the roachman, and a couple other people were playing cards, and a fight broke out there, and it turned into an all-out brawl.
0: And uh, I believe that some people tried to use magic to... Make things better and it just made things worse for Roachman.
1: Tried to quell the brawl, not going to name any names or point any fingers. It could have uh, been anybody really, and there's no way to know. Yeah, there's no way. To know. <laughs> I mean, we could point fingers and the, the listeners wouldn't know. Yeah, I I'm pointing yeah. them right now. Yeah, I've got some fingers too, you guys.
0: See? <laughs> <laughs> Their well, well, fingers
1: are different than ours. But the uh, the fight ends with uh, Roachman being killed. Yes. And Azamar... Nay, murder. <laughs> oh! Roachman being killed. The uh, And Azamar, who was also in the bar, being sucked dry of all of its vital liquids and essence, directly in front of the preacher man. The creature fled upstairs, leapt out of a window, and Josiah gave chase running outside of the bar when... The uh, the justices, which is the name of the local, uh, which actually the name of the um, the area, the, like the the law, the law people, the law, yeah. uh, they're law, all the lawmen basically. They're all called justices. It's not just for the quiet. All lawmen correct. are called justices. Right. The justice Jarmosh and his junior dep- junior justices came in and arrested pretty much everybody they could catch. They sound like a dance crew, which, which uh,
2: wasn't very many because I believe the only people left standing were. Our group and old Zeke.
1: Yeah, uh, in that fight, by the way, Sequog uh, tried to headbutt the hell out of uh, Deputy Sheriff and proceeded to murder two people in front of Deputy Sheriff. Nay, kill. <laughs> Nay, <laughs> kill. Wait a minute. <laughs> it wasn't. It, it was in self-defense, but. Uh, well, you know, I
2: believe she uh, went for the dwarf first because, and he did just stab a Roachman. Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, most <laughs> and
1: then just kept stabbing him and then looted him. Roachman's too good for this. The most world. vile of
2: crimes. <laughs> and then I think uh, the other two attacked her. And I think, actually, I think after she attacked the dwarf, deputy came over and was like, "Hey."
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Deputy came over to try to intimidate the dwarf into stopping. The dwarf was like, "Fuck you, buddy," yeah. uh, and wandered off and started looting the roachman. Yeah. Uh, and then Sequoia like broke his neck and then broke the Tabaxi's neck as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they all ended up going into jail. Mm-hmm. They uh, they mm-hmm. meet and greet in the jail, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody kind of shares a little bit. Yeah, and Zeke overshares and lets <laughs> us know that he's not actually as old as he looks. Mm-hmm. All the characters uh, proceeded to just ignore that for the rest of the campaign. Yeah,
3: <laughs>
2: I mean, yeah. he still acts like an old man. He still has the mind of an old man. the yeah. body of an old man.
0: But then he lets wait us, till you see that young body.
1: <laughs> he lets us know that he has a treasure and knows uh, and had encountered this creature. Before and managed to get away.
0: Which creature?
1: Uh, The vampiric monster creature. We don't really have a good uh, description of the creature. It was just a. It was humanoid looking. It was hooded. And managed to uh, get away. And it this similar thing had happened to Zeke when he was going to hide off all of his money because he's a crazy old person. Um, and he was attacked. (laughs) Well, he wasn't
2: at 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 the heart at the very least. He's a crazy old man at heart.
1: (laughs) Yeah. He was attacked by this creature uh, mm. and was knocked into a coma, and then eventually came back like ninety something years later to the quiet. So we we're all in jail, and then what? What? Why did? Uh, why did Justice Jarmosh let us go? Did, did well, we we, uh, we called for him because Josiah yeah.
3: knows him, being right. common, you know. So was, we uh, we wanted to tell him that hey, we <laughs> have an idea of what's going on.
1: Maybe you should get on that. And Jarmosh was like, well, maybe you should get on that. <laughs> uh yeah so yeah jarmon should let us go because he wanted us to go track down this thing
2: so we did yeah i think it was also we have to try
1: we
3: started
2: we have to um sort of it's to clear our names Mm
3: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: because i I don't know how long we were going to be staying in prison um if we hadn't have done this uh i wasn't sure if it was like an overnight drunk tank kind of thing oh man
0: that would have been a really shit bargain for y'all if it was just one night.
1: Go hunt down this monster and we'll commute your sentence to the (laughs) the end of this hour.
0: (laughs) You know, just as Jarmosh is just looking at his pocket watch being like, we're supposed to be back five weeks ago. (laughs) with this
3: shit. I have to say, we haven't really touched on this. Jarmosh, not a very good justice. No. <laughs> he did just
1: kind of let us all go. <laughs>
3: well, and not even that. He was just like, oh, these are the still alive ones. They must have did it.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's true. They're definitely guilty. Sure, you guys can go.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> who is the you guys? <laughs>
3: us. He caught Ooh. us and let <laughs> us go.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, you know so- what? That's, I never pieced that together until now, so...
1: This is why we do recap episodes. (laughs) (laughs) So we get our horses, we get our saddles, we pay a lot of money for it, and we start riding out towards where Zeke left his stuff, and it Mm -hmm. begins to uh, storm a little bit. Yep. Right. So we take cover in a cave. Because we're sensible people.
3: Mm -hmm. Sure. And Zeke.
4: (laughs) And Zeke's there, too.
2: I love how we're and Zoidberging Zeke all the time.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Uh, yeah, so we do. We find this cave. We get in. We kind of settle in. Um, but the
2: cave begins the flood from all the rain, the torrential rains. Right. But and there's a second level to the cave.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, thank goodness.
2: Yeah, and there's also a, a Roachman mural that appears to be painted in blood. It what was an, weird.
1: It was an enormous mural it uh, was, as it was described, yeah. and we led our horses up to the second floor because and that to keep them from drowning. The
3: mm-hmm. weird thing about the mural is that it, it showed the life of Roachman all the way up to him ascending. After he was killed in that bar fight. Yeah. That's weird. And I really want to go back and touch on that at some point.
0: <laughs>
3: uh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> we,
0: we
1: have recorded Darn. evidence. Sounds fake. <laughs> so we, uh, we also discovered that there was just a little hole towards the end of the mural that mm-hmm. was all plugged up. Yeah. And that's when we heard the noise. Dun, dun,
0: it's a loud. Next time on Recaps and Wagons.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was a loud screaming noise uh, that we went to investigate after finding a illusory wall. That's right.
3: So we uh, we went on in there. We we kind of we were very careful. And what we found was some kind of creature that we identified as. And I'm gonna let uh, Matt tell you because I don't believe he remembers. It's a Lakoa.
0: <laughs> I was about to do
3: that joke. Cannot, Damn it. Can't believe I was right it, about that. It was a lacrota. Uh. <laughs> anyway, so we run across this Lakoa.
2: Although sequels <laughs> is. <What? laughs> Seaquag is ninety percent sure it's just a fucking regular deer. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, it's deer shaped. It makes deer tracks and it makes weird deer noises. Deer that, and it
2: also rips out people's throat like a normal (coughs) deer does. Yeah, Yeah, they do that all the time. Apparently, what
3: do the deer like where you're from?
2: (laughs) They're vile creatures. I
0: love that uh, Seaquag did it. Would have been ninety percent, ninety times more amazing if. if Lakoa the druid was like, No, that's a deer. <laughs>
1: we <laughs> got a bad druid. <laughs> um, so we get into a fight with it, and uh, Deputy shoots it. Sequo punches it. Uh, 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 Josiah shovels it. <laughs>
4: Man, I don't remember that fight at all <laughs> <laughs> it
1: uh it Whoa. bites it bites the shit of deputy and nearly kills him uh,
3: he really?
1: yeah he yeah. yep. yeah. had a rough time he Damn. had a very rough time but it's okay because sequo broke its fucking neck with a kick
3: uh <laughs> awesome. and,
1: and, and during the battle uh zeke ran back down the hallway because shit was scary yes so once we killed it we came back to see what zeke had been doing And can you guess what Zeke had been doing? I can guess. Is this why
4: we exploded out of the mountain?
1: (laughs) This is exactly why we exploded out of the mountain. That little hole that I mentioned earlier Mm -hmm. uh, led to a natural gas pocket, which we had discovered, but apparently had not really emphasized how dangerous it was to Zeke, or he just didn't care.
0: He did. He thought he was helping. (laughs) I know he did. He thought he He was scaring off the thing that was killing y'all because he knew y'all were in
1: danger so zeke stuffs a lit cigarette yo in the hole we get about 15 feet down the tunnel before the entire place explodes uh and we go on a uh, a wild adventure through a hole <laughs> in a mountain uh a tunnel in a mountain and uh, we
4: like uh, didn't send them flood and we, got uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. we, we were awash yes, yeah. yes uh deputy died again uh-huh. in there Dropped sure. down to zero hit points, and then was shot out of the uh, the the butt of the mountain. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, we were fired up, kind of into the sky out of a geyser. Uh, luckily, by the grace of the uh, the goddess uh, Wejoss. Uh, channeled through Josiah,
1: deputy did not die, mm-hmm. but all the horses did. <laughs> yes, every one oh, of the yes. every one of the horses that we just took a lot of care of died.
3: <laughs> just complete. Just <laughs> those my expensive. My, my,
1: <laughs> y'all get back to the, the quiet and the justice
0: is like, where's my horses?
1: <laughs> and, and 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 those saddles that we lent you to, where did they all go?
2: and uh in addition to all that we also had a uh extra body amongst this it was a small one a feathery one and a noisy one it was a little kenku girl slither slither
1: slither i don't,
2: I don't how did we learn her name slither. i assume i guess she, i
1: think she just said it
2: yeah but like in somebody else's voice oh yeah, yeah. that's
3: how a kenku do mm-hmm. yeah uh, and she uh, <laughs> sl- <laughs> has thank, thank you jim <laughs>
2: She, I think she warmed up pretty quickly to Lakoa yes. at first and also stole a few rations yes. even though she was given a few rations yes.
0: she's got sticky fingers talons she's got sticky
1: talons it's about that time that we notice uh, that there is a tornado bearing down on us man I just not did not let y'all
0: catch
3: a break for no, a while we were no, not true. catching a break at all well, well fortunately for us Zeke came to the rescue again
2: <laughs> in a real way this time. Oh, or so we man. thought.
0: Sink is the main
2: character. And God. he uh, he drew down a magic circle, a teleportation circle, uh, to get us out of that mess, which he promptly put us into another mess, where we were in a teleportation circle in a church, where we were surrounded by a bunch of rapscallions and a... Larger rapscallion that led them.
0: I prefer the term hoodlums.
2: Mm-hmm. The rapscallion came to my head first. and Which was, uh, I think he was a Goliath, and he had like a mm-hmm. giant cleaver lump of metal thing.
1: It was uh, described as like a pig splitter. A pig splitter, yes. Yeah. Yes. We had a short standoff with him uh, trying to uh, talk our way out of it, and that rapidly stopped working. So we got into a small gunfight... However, one of the members of the party managed to slip away outside.
0: Oh man, that sounds like a very clever party member. Who was it? Nope, just lucky. It was Slither. (laughs) First of all, is Slither lucky or is it skill? If you think it's it's luck,
4: luck. you are
0: going to get a lot of shit stolen from you.
2: (laughs) So Slither snuck outside and made a noise like a... um, machine gun
1: yeah that's
2: the word and it spooked everyone just long enough for i think it was deputy is the one who recognized it
1: yeah and uh i i think josiah's or, the one who recognized it deputy just fucking bailed yeah, <laughs> yeah that sounds correct
2: <laughs> but it turned out you know it was fake and they were the party was able to take the opportunity to run out of there and a quick look at the sky notified them that they were actually in the opposite direction they were heading. Yes, there was so no
1: tornado. Wild. We had gone the wrong damn way.
2: And now we were running from a bunch of uh, of hoodlums.
1: Cannibalistic hoodlums, too, oh, I think is yeah. very oh, yeah. heavily implied. They asked oh, if uh, yes. we
2: could stay for dinner.
1: Yeah. Never trust anybody who asks you that. Never yeah, will.
0: right. I'm glad you stayed for dinner tonight.
1: <laughs> so we fled through this town, which I, I don't think we had identified yet we were just in I a thought town. it was
2: a, b- a ball no run. he means no.
1: that
0: y'all hadn't have- yeah uh, like, like the characters the had
1: no clue where they were at the time they just knew that they, the town seemed to be abandoned and that there was a big-ass mansion and the hotel bison steve um <laughs> and there was a, a turtle who uh, is best described as jimmy stewart the turtle, but an archaeologist yeah an archaeologist jimmy and, stewart the indiana jones a
0: museum?
2: and also <laughs> uh i think he was named what what was his name? Sheldon.
1: Sheldon, Sheldon. Um, who indicated that we should follow him, and of course, none of us trusted him because he's a turtle man. Whoa,
0: yeah, but whoa. I mean, it's not like he's gonna like take you to some creepy sex dungeon, right? Which he promptly proceeded to do
2: during, uh, down a secret hatch of this Bison Steve Hotel yeah. or whatever, and we followed him, and uh, we yep. discovered that he had been holed up in the mansion, and there was a secret tunnel. Leading into that mansion, mm-hmm. where he was staying safe from the, the uh, all the bad guys. Did it butcher.
0: lead in straight into or like the, the mansion ground floor? Or did it lead no, into another in, room? No, it you?
1: was into a dungeon room. Which we quickly jokingly described as a sex dungeon, but very quickly discovered that no, it actually is just yeah, a, sex it was, it a sex dungeon. Sex dungeon. There were a lot of things that yep. were going on. And a of of the sex also, things.
2: the tunnel was completely lined with dynamite.
1: Yes, which Sequo grabbed one.
2: Yes, that's very important, listeners. Hold yep. on to that one. I think,
3: should, uh, <laughs> I think we should clarify that it was an empty sex dungeon. Like nobody was actively using the sex. dungeon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, oh, nobody yeah. was actively. Y'all just walk in. <laughs> and Sheldon's like don't mind them
1: they just keep going at it and now uh, listeners you can uh, pick up on episode 7 Palacio Notorious and go from there to learn the rest of the story so do you have any questions for us Jake? Um, yeah I think you asked ask you questions for know. all of us yeah.
0: I've been asking questions throughout uh, but
2: uh, uh, you didn't ask any questions during uh, well never mind during sequence? no during uh, thems <laughs>
0: I'm pretty sure I asked
3: Brett a question. I don't think you did. I think uh, Brett
2: asked you, I, I asked you a question. Uh,
1: question. Uh, that yeah, uh, uh, I asked you a question. That's true. Yeah. About Ostagar.
0: No, I asked Matt. Did I
1: like, get it wrong? Uh, yeah. Ostagar. Not Ostagar. Uh,
0: no, I asked. Uh, I asked Matt um, what an artificer was. Artificer. Uh-huh.
1: Oh, ah, yeah, oh, that's true. Know. But that's more of a clarification. Well, no,
0: but all, all my questions were meant to be, like, clarification oh, okay. questions, but I can ask some more in-depth questions.
2: That might be I fun. I, I thought, thought that would be well, be fun. we'll do a little
1: bit of that. Just, just oh, a little yeah. bit, yeah. There okay. it. And
2: make the episode a bit meatier, or the, this introduction thingy.
1: Sarah's absolutely right.
0: Um, okay. I'm going to go ahead and ask this question. Um, it is uh, two questions, one for each half of the table. This question is for Deputy and Josiah. And then the reverse of this question is going to be for, it'll make sense why I say it. The reverse of this question will be uh, for Sequag and um, Lakoa, and it's uh, for Deputy and Josiah. It's uh, how, how do y'all feel about um, teaming up with uh, quote savages uh, end quote, uh, and for the savages. How do you feel with dealing with the people who um, go more towards uh, the deity route?
1: See, I think you may have made an assumption about Deputy Sheriff that's not quite right. Mm -hmm. He's not a savage. He acknowledges that the gods exist, but he doesn't really show piety towards any particular god.
4: I I feel like that
2: is a good example of like on there you could say oh there's two sides you either believe in gods or you don't but then it's like no it's like there's believing in god like accepting that they're gods and that they do god things but not necessarily being like oh yeah they deserve my worship as a result of just their mere existence
1: exactly well, he doesn't gnostic okay. yeah well, I, that, I mean, that would be the I D&D equivalent. they
3: exist but i don't want any truck with them yeah,
4: yeah. i figure so, he yeah. like shows up you know, in church on Christmas, kind of thing, and that's kind of about it.
1: He yeah. used to when he, he had a family. Exactly, <laughs> actually, <laughs> actually, exactly. Like his his wife.
3: Was trying to be mean. No, no,
1: no. It's it's very true. Like his wife was the reason he would show up in uh in church on Sundays and things like that. But he never gave he never really gave praise or coin to them on his own. He was busy with his inventions and his arcane things like that. Um, and when. Uh, what happened to his family happened. He was angry at the gods because none of them tried to prevent it for her sake. I mean, he under he would understand if they you know killed him. Like, well, I haven't ever really paid any heed to them.
0: Very presumptive of you to assume that they meet at church on Sundays in this world.
1: Well, at on church uh, they meet point. on Wednesdays. Church on any any particular day, you know, Friday evening, whatever. It's actually today. Um, but okay, um, but. Uh, as far as your actual question goes, um, Deputy Sheriff himself is fine with it. Lakoa and uh, Sequog have both been able to prove their worth in their uh, their various ways that haven't involved any kind of god. Um, Lakoa with healing and with her knowledge of uh, wounds and and tinctures and things like that. And honestly, he still doesn't fully trust Sequag. That's something that well, we haven't addressed recently, but he doesn't fully trust her. And it's not because she's a savage who believes in no gods, but it's because she straight up murders people <laughs> without getting their names first. and <laughs> Just killing them in bar brawls. It's bras. the polite thing to do to get their <laughs> name <before laughs> just, <you>. just shaking <laughs> their like,
2: hi, how are you? What's your name? John? Okay, this... cool. Just like breaks, up breaks <laughs> and then, like, dislocates their breaks. shoulder. And...
1: What about you, Brett?
3: Oh, Um... All right, so here's Josiah's view, is obviously the gods are real. Um, and they, you know, they deserve their props, as it were. Uh, his thinking is going into the service of, uh, of the gods is a very personal choice that you can make, and it's not for everyone. Uh, people have a right to kind of find their own way. Of, and, and I think maybe for him it just has to do with the fact that there's more than one god anyway. This means you get a lot of leeway in your personal choices. Uh, there, there's not really an end-all, be-all to begin with. Uh, he does feel like maybe Seekwog needs some just guidance in her life of some kind. Red Skull in front of a firewall.
2: That sounds metal as hell.
1: Oh, you know it. That's what's on his shovel blade. <laughs> That's... And she's lawful neutral because death... Uh... Death comes to all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's right. You, can, and... you cannot avoid it. <laughs> now. He's...
0: Unless you're a, a lich
1: yeah and then and then we just hates you
3: yeah and then it's against the law so that's why lawful victory. they can't do that it's against the law <laughs> <laughs> if it's your time it's your time if it's not your time you shouldn't have to go yet if it's been your time and you come back that's wrong <laughs> oh was I was gonna as, as far as Josiah's background I think he just kind of comes from a place where he didn't have a lot of direction and he found his own but he recognizes that it's, it's not the same journey for everybody he, he's not trying to. He, he's not looking for converts, but he will help anybody who needs it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I feel like that's just kind of indicative of the setting itself. <laughs> I don't know.
2: <laughs> I think you had mentioned specifically Seaguar how he felt about Sequag, but I don't know if he mentioned specifically Lakoa.
3: Oh yeah, gotcha. What's uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> it's, and it's not, it's just because is all about the booze and the violence all the damn time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so. You sound like such an old man. The booze and the violence.
4: <laughs> I kiss the
0: and like kids the the these days. It's the booze and the violence. The
4: these days.
3: I just don't get the sequogs these days. <laughs> no, uh, but Lakoa seems to have her shit together. And he actually has a lot of respect for her because he knows what she does for people. Uh, so I, he has zero beefs with her. He doesn't know how she feels about him. <laughs> they haven't really known each other on a personal basis for that long.
4: No, they've just like seen each other passing around the town and been cordial.
1: And yeah.
2: had that one awkward encounter. Quick.
4: Oh, at the bathroom.
2: Yeah.
1: So, so the other half of the question was phrased to y'all. How do you I feel realized. about traveling with someone who's just way too gaudy?
0: Um. Well, or somebody who, who while is not way too gaudy, also believes in...
1: That there are gods. Believes
0: in gods.
4: So, Lakoa doesn't really have much of a beef with a deputy sheriff because he's not, you know, wearing his religion around on his sleeve. She has a little bit of a beef with Josiah Black. Uh. but it's it doesn't necessarily have to do with him on a personal level she kind of likes him on a personal level like like she thinks he's kind of a good guy but she has such a like a bad taste in her mouth about organized religion and uh her trying to pursue it to please her father kind of thing and it just not panning out well has just made her a little bit bitter about the whole thing so that's why they have an all- awkward altercation at the the bathroom and why she made that comment which I don't know if Matt cut it but why she made that comment <laughs> to Cookie that started that whole fucking thing what was the comment that started I don't quite remember what the comment was but she said something about something about the coffins uh,
3: oh yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah.
4: Like, Thank I don't, you for I don't, kicking that off. Yeah, I don't remember quite what that was. And she, Same work, so she said it, and tone. she was just kind of like, um, like just an offhanded sort of snarky remark, and it turned into
1: <laughs> oh, just a whatever whole thing. that
4: is. Oh, what the fuck. Um, so, so she's a little torn on that. She likes Josiah on a personal level, but she doesn't
1: care for his profession.
4: And and even that's not even quite correct because it's it's like she was pursuing that at one point in time too but she just doesn't like the overbearingness of what comes along with the with the church as a whole really
3: it just kind of has baggage for her
4: yeah it has a lot of baggage for her and, mm-hmm. and 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 so sometimes it pops up
3: is it does she like um is it because she she wonders maybe is what kind of, uh, maybe she doesn't know everything about him because what kind of person would dedicate themselves like that? She, does that make him wonder about him personally or? No,
4: not so much. No? Okay. No. Right. I mean, like I said, she could wrap her head around somebody devoting themselves to that because, like,
3: yeah. She yeah, almost know. did
4: that before she was like, why am I doing this? I don't even, I don't belong here. Nobody's ever going to accept me even if I try to do this. I should just do what I feel like is. Right and natural, and this is what I think, and I really believe in. So this is what I should do, kind of thing. So, so
1: what
2: about C Uh, C Oh, does Lakoa have any opinions on C or Are we only going to focus on? We're uh, uh,
1: going uh, y- y- the other.
0: Y'all, y- y- vice versa. Okay. Okay. Okay.
4: Um, Lakoa doesn't know a lot about what C personal beliefs are. She knows. She knows that she doesn't carry around any kind of signifiers or anything on her that that even would remotely, like, associate with her with the church. Mm. So I don't even know if she... Like I said, I don't know if she knows quite what Sequel's standing is on on different religions as a whole, whether or not she's... Um, but she's not sure if she's paganistic and what in what way, if they're similar or not.
2: Uh, Sequel's feelings on the two, quote-unquote, non-savages, I think... Her and Deputy obviously got off on the wrong foot.
1: <laughs> a and that, little.
2: that has more to do with them as people and less to what they believe. Well, actually, I guess it kind of does have to be about what they believe in, because uh, Deputy clearly, um, the rules or the law is important to him. You know, it's wrong to kill people. And mm-hmm. Sequel is like, mm, yeah, but what if I really didn't like them? <laughs> <laughs> and what if I she could get away with it anyway? Raises a good point. <laughs> you know. Yeah. It's it's, it's it's something that can uh, it, the, the law is relative to her so I think someone like Deputy who's like no that's wrong you stop that may be more of an issue to her uh, and I think I had a comment about this like in like the first or second episode where she might sympathize a bit with um, uh, the loss of his family and like is genuinely like feels for him on that sort of thing but yeah otherwise no they, they don't really seem to get along um, and I'm, I'm going to play that for all it's worth because it's funny. <laughs>
1: good, I'm I okay ha- with
4: it. I have a question in relation to that. Um, so, like with Sequoia, is she would it be fair to say that she's nonconformist to uh, the more human lands ideas of not just religion but of like law? I'm. That's kind of also what I'm trying
2: to get across as well. Okay. Yeah, and I guess now that I think about it, is like she may not be a nonconformist in like human lands, but was she a nonconformist back when she was around more wood elves? And I think I like actually think the idea is that she was actually considered normal.
3: Yeah,
2: but she's obviously abnormal because she's left there. Right. So something's a little different.
1: So what's your thoughts with uh, Josiah?
2: As for Josiah, (laughs) everybody uh, hates that guy. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Josiah, ostensibly (laughs) the most likable character, everyone hates him.
4: I'm sorry. He's so nice. Good. He that,
0: is nice. Can that can that carry over for the rest of the game? Um, <laughs> Josiah's is just really nice. to you <laughs> I was like, "Whatever asshole." Fuck <laughs>
2: you. I'm neutral. Good. Uh, the way Sequiq thinks about Josiah, though, I guess she's like fine with him, and uh, he doesn't like wave his religion around in her face or anything.
3: He's inoffensive.
2: But yeah. <laughs> uh, I kind of wondered if maybe that like. The way I was thinking, the way that Sequoia may look at uh, religion and gods is that maybe where she's from, it's like, maybe they like, yeah, gods exist, but um, I didn't listen to them. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all like my dad. (laughs) Just a a little (laughs) bit of that where it's like, yeah, you guys exist, but fuck you guys. It's more of like a uh, self-determinist, maybe how their society was or where she's from is like.
1: So she doesn't mind because he's not a in your face about it he's not proselytizing all the time
2: yeah and i think so far he hasn't really Yeah. he hasn't uh saved her life yet with his like magics and she might be used to like she's she probably feels a bit more comfortable with lakoa just because like she's more familiar with um druidic type of stuff and like that kind of feelings that's more familiar meanwhile something like what josiah does is like it's more foreign to her so she might be like I don't know this is weird but gotcha. doesn't really think about much mm-hmm. beyond that she doesn't think like "You god stuff
3: okay.
0: You know? okay. Ew, I stepped in some god
3: <laughs> <laughs> he just got some wacky foreign religion
2: yeah <laughs> or she's oh, it's more of like oh yeah it's one of those one of those people that believes that actually like does the whole god thing yeah wow
0: <laughs> why don't you just worship cheese like a normal druid <laughs>
2: <laughs> I guess it's sort of like uh, basically it's just like oh well that's your choice. It's the disappointing choice, but maybe you'll be like uh, the rest of us and you know decide your own fate, that sort of thing. I th- I, guess, I think it's more of they have a he
3: did.
1: <laughs> she just doesn't believe his yet. <laughs> so, She's uh, making
2: a judgment based on who you like what religion you follow she doesn't she's ignorant she doesn't know the rest of she doesn't mm. know the man that is josiah black
3: at least you know he picked the death guy he's like the most bitchin' in one <laughs> true <laughs> that's true yeah there's and, only and, and you one know, Maybe she,
0: she might respect that
3: so uh
0: sarah mentioned um C-Quug's, uh trinket mm-hmm. earlier um let's go ahead and get brett um matt and jen to uh refresh us on their trinkets
3: okay yeah, well, Josiah carries around a mysterious orb that he discovered after a, an eventful zombie-filled evening the very same night that he actually lost his, uh, his mentor. What was your mentor's name? Oscar. <laughs> his ghost haunts you to this day.
1: <laughs> oh, Scar!
0: <sky. laughs> you, you just hear the wind. Whisper. Oh, Scar... Y'all notice the weird. The wind says Oscar really weird. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. Uh, yeah. Well, and he has yet to discover the uh, the mysterious origins of this mysterious orb. Uh, we know, of course, that it was uh, inside a uh, a coffin with one of the zombies, and it was some somebody attempted to steal it, but then it some- mysteriously made its way back. It is so mysterious. <laughs> <laughs> made, made its way back to uh, Josiah. they the only I was
2: going to make a joke about how they're only supposed to be lightly touched by mystery. The trinket table.
1: Uh, mine is just soaked in it. It
3: <laughs> is.
1: Deputy Sheriff's uh, mystical trinket, strange little trinket, is a multicolored stone disc. And I like to think of it a little bit like the um, the apple loading symbol, in that it spins those multiple <laughs> colors. <laughs> because uh, I like to think that Lily, his daughter, began to follow in his footsteps of uh, magical infusion and uh, arcana tricks, and she learned how to do that and presented it to him as a gift on uh, one of his birthdays or Father's Day or something like that shortly before uh, Everett Clayton came into his life in the bad way. So he's got a it's a keepsake from his uh, his daughter. What about you all with oh, magical okay. trinkets?
4: Um. So Lakoa's uh, trinket is a nightmarish idol that causes, uh, restless sleep, uh, depending on how close it is to you. It was, it came to her in a, through one of the clients, family members were have this, these group of people were having problems, uh, sleeping. And it was actually because of this idol that their, one of their kids had discovered or dug up or came into possession somehow. And so Lakoa. uh, Performed a purification ritual on their house and took the idol, and now she has it.
0: So I, I have a um, I have a question um, from somebody else.
1: Okay. Um, so, yeah. a, a question from a listener?
0: Uh, not necessarily a listener, but uh, some somebody who's very close to y'all. What's your favorite Zeke moment?
1: Uh, I hate it. We were guessing because he was pointing at his goddamn phone. I tricked you. I The in phone for was
0: a ruse.
1: <laughs> My on. favorite Zeke moment, whether or not it actually happened, was when we were in the, the mansion and he was upstairs shooting at people <laughs> and all we heard was just him going, bang, I got one
0: uh this so i will i I will bang i got another i will i will tell you bang i missed that one but he fell over and fainted (laughs) i will tell you this first of all i don't think he fainted i think he had a heart attack if that happened but i will tell you um everyone that zeke said he got he got um zeke is a crack
1: shot
3: plus got was well, he got that uh, magical gun? Well,
0: this was before the magical gun, remember? Was it? Yeah. The
1: Actually, thing that I was just describing was after the gun. It was after. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Oh. When we were doing the assault You're right, on the that
0: was after, but no, he wasn't using the magical gun. Oh. Was well, it? Okay.
1: Anyway, that's my favorite Zeke moment.
0: Zeke Zeke's, Zeke's pretty handy with a gun. That'll come up more later, but um y'all there there'll be one or two moments in the in the campaign where y'all see like Zeke like use a gun and you'll be like oh my god what the hell what the hell old man (laughs) Josiah Brett
3: (laughs) favorite Zeke moment that's probably it that's probably it really made me laugh uh, even though we were doing it Sarah
2: I'm trying to think, but the only one that's coming to mind immediately is when I threw the dynamite and you said like, "Use the force, seagull."
1: <laughs> <laughs> All of her favorite Zeke moments are out of character I Zeke do. moments. No, no,
3: well, no, no the I do. First um, one's not
0: out of character. It's a <laughs> real. He really did get him.
3: Well, yeah, but he we in our canon, he was just making the gun noise <laughs> with his mouth. <laughs> hey, there's another one for me. <laughs>
0: Jim, what about you?
4: God, um, is it bad that aside from, like, those two things, I can't remember, like, any of this nonsense that Zeke's done? Uh, He did blow us up
3: one. I was going to say that one, actually. That would be my second week, even though it pisses me off.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the one where he's like, oh, uh, I thought y'all were dying, so uh, I was going to just blow up the cave and leave.
3: (laughs) Well, they're dead for sure. (laughs) Time to light this place up.
0: (laughs) He wasn't going to leave y'all for dead. He was trying to, like, save y'all. In a bad way, by
4: sealiness yeah. within the cave. Um,
0: he, uh, I'm trying to think of one of the other ones. What was the one of the other ones that was that we did recently? Oh God, there was one where it's like, oh, my favorite Zeke moment since y'all were so kind to ask is um, <laughs> is welcome. is when he. Um, use reverse psychology
1: oh
0: yeah that was
3: pretty great
2: yeah i was going to say i do like uh her antagonism toward him yeah. and i actually have it fully planned out if something ever happens in sequo can i play a different character am i am actually going to make a character that's nice to zeke
4: oh <laughs> i, uh, I kind of want
0: to kill sequo now
2: oh uh, well i was going to ask Uh, Well, I suppose, on the one hand, Zeke's not as old as he actually is. Yeah. like That's correct. Because of the Mm -hmm. whole weird vampire thing. Yeah. And also, I was going to ask, how old in uh, years was he supposed to be again?
0: Oh my God. Um, He had like, I want to say it was somewhere between, I want to say 100 to 150 years added on to him.
2: Yeah, but what did he start out as? Because I just realized that Sequook might be older than him.
0: How old is he, Uh 332. She is. She I, is. Th- I think he was originally 100. Yeah. And, and like, he you got still age. like this. She wow. calls
4: him old man. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, look at him.
2: Yeah. I mean, and he acts like a crazy old man, but I guess in reality he's acting like barely a child because he's like just entering adulthood in Elf years. Yeah, no,
0: it's uh, it, it's part of the age, prop. the way right. he's been aged. It it kind of made him. Go crazy, yeah, he just got
2: right? he just got aged, and suddenly he just craves Werther's originals all the time.
3: <laughs> did it do something to his voice, or did he always sound like that? Oh uh, no, he
2: actually had like a very deep and handsome voice. <laughs> and
3: obviously, it did something to his voice. Well, I don't. Know. No, yes. what are you doing? Let me
0: go. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> my beautiful voice. Just the in, the end of the campaign. He's gonna he's gonna get his age back. And he's gonna Greetings, everyone. I thank you for assisting me in getting my years back. How can I ever repay you? He's just the most beautiful man any of y'all have ever seen. <laughs> y'all are all just like awestruck at like, oh shit, Zeke's kind of hot.
3: Like Josiah didn't go gay for Cookie, but, <laughs> but
0: he's
4: like, hey Zeke. I, I mean, they might never
2: be for Zeke. <laughs>
4: mm.
2: The ending we never saw coming.
0: It's it's gonna happen. <laughs>
3: um... <laughs> So, he has the same speech pattern. So I was like, "Howdy, y'all! Thanks for helping me get my gold."
0: <laughs> so so uh, Sarah asking Dad. about Sarah asking about that. Why don't y'all each ask uh, me as the DM a question?
4: Mm. Okay. Um, How amazing! On a scale of God, now, I got to think about trains.
3: <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? On a scale
4: of Thomas the Tank Engine to the Polar Express, how fancy is the train that we're going to be on?
1: Oh, that's actually a that's great question. A good question. Yeah, <laughs> what level of technology? Um, so from Thomas the Tank Engine to I the Polar think of Express.
0: Okay. fucking so train. I a th- I they're both fantasy trains, really. So I'm really dumb, I'm and the way that question was worded, I thought you meant talk. like, how fancy are the accommodations? And it's like... Yeah, or like it, de- it depends. Did you get like a coach ticket or did well, you get like, like first all, class?
4: Like all, all over, like uh, you know, even if you're in your first class, if you're wandering around on the train, is there like parts where the train isn't that well lit and it's got like the flashing, you know, fluorescent light that makes you feel I mean, like, it, like if they have like fluorescent they don't lights have and they old well or whatever um, whatever light flickering. source.
3: You would have flickering
0: lanterns or. Um, enslaved lightning bugs. Uh, enslaved lightning bugs. Or
4: just like. Bugs, out, yes. like... Oh, well, then extinguished lanterns you that just, just make you feel unsafe in certain parts of the train.
3: You, you, and you just
2: hear the bugs distantly. Some me them feet. <laughs> <I'm>
3: like ah, <laughs> no, no. that. I no. Yeah, no, I know
0: you chose those feet. No, I regret <laughs> that I didn't make Delacroix the chosen one who would just come and free them all. <laughs> um. <laughs> So, um, as far as fancy goes, let me think of how best to describe it. There are very ornate cars. There are. It. It looks like your traditional train. It doesn't have a Thomas the Tank Engine face on it. That's disappointing. Um, it, I'm sorry. That's good. Um, it does have. Um, from from what I vaguely recall of my intentions, um, it is called um, the. And I regret naming it this—the <laughs> Dragonbone Train. Ooh! Um, it's uh, it's made out of dragon bones um, and metal. Mm. Um It is neat. The insides are very ornate in some. The insides are very ornate in some compartments. Um, other ones are bare bones. Pun not intended. Um, <clears throat> you do. Thank you, Matt. Um, you do have uh, lanterns inside. There is a dining car. And uh, there are sleeping compartments for people. Um, generally, generally what you'd expect from a train in that time era. Well, this is a made up time era. But generally yeah. trains that you would have expected in the, the Wild West. Um, no no maglev trains but also like not just an empty box car that you're sleeping in
4: okay yeah although there
0: are box cars for for For, cargo for hobos (laughs) and for hobos yes hobos are the cargo
2: (laughs) yeah we got we gotta we gotta ship hobos all over the country
0: (laughs) The, the quiet has a hobo shortage now that Zeke is gone. They had to ship some new ones in.
2: Get some fresh hobos.
4: Z- and Zeke was, is like so larger than life that they had to actually bring in several yeah. to reveal.
2: That's why, <laughs> uh, why Seekwag's able to get away with one around. It's like, oh yes, a blessed hobo in our hobo de- deprived economy. How much,
3: how much of this is going to be canon moving forward? <laughs> All of it. Everything I do.
4: You do it for us.
0: I was going to say for hobos, but yes. Okay. Um,
4: well, it's still that song.
3: Brett, yes. Your question for the DM? Uh, well, okay. well, how about this? I know we are a uh, a Western. Clearly, there we. I mean, obviously, there's fantasy elements. We're I actually just, a wagon. Are we? <laughs> oh, <Where? that's laughs> I was um, not aware. I had that completely, but <laughs> just backwards.
4: I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, but I just wondered how, how deep the fantasy elements went. Like, uh, So we've got a dragonborn in the party. That would seem to suggest to me that there are dragons out there. Uh, the... F- Yes, I feel like burying
0: the lead, the fact that there's a dragon bone train made out of the bones of dragons <laughs> would also suggest there's
4: <laughs> fantasy
3: the, element.
1: Do the dragons have cowboy <laughs> accents? I wasn't
4: paying attention to that
3: explanation. I wasn't actually, I zoned out, but
4: <laughs> Also,
2: we're playing
3: Dungeons and Dragons. Well, yeah, Well, but no, we're not.
1: Well, I still haven't seen a dragon in this whole damn game. Or a dungeon
4: for you
1: that. You're
3: gonna well, see. well, we saw that one
0: dungeon. Yeah, but that was a sex dungeon. Yeah. <laughs> also, you're going to see uh the bones of a dragon
3: when the train comes well we haven't seen that yet so i don't know i but i just told you well fine but i wasn't asking attention i'm sorry i spoiled
4: that for us i guess
3: i wasn't (laughs) asking specifically just about dragons (laughs) oh good because that was a bad question (laughs) just i was just asking how much of the fantasy element of the uh the original game was going to seep in however much you're feeling at any given time
0: no, I mean a lot of fantasy is gonna be there. We uh, there's not I mean, any, I mean, there's not any race that I've like completely done away with. Um, we did limit the pantheon um, a bit. Uh, I think we limited it to five deities. So that's yep. like um, five or six. We maybe um, four. We Joss. Just... So um, the, to answer your question, um, there's still a lot of fantasy to it. It's just a little more. Think think of it as. Regular D and D, but if time progressed normally, so like D and D's like medieval fantasy in Mm -hmm. in a general mindset. This is like how medieval times eventually, not straight away, but eventually progressed to Western times. Um, The same with with.
1: The fantasy American Western times, like yeah. how it, it's it's often like how the medieval uh, times restaurant eventually become uh, Tex bex places. Yes.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, like the uh, the whole Dolly Parton horse experience show. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so thank you for listening to our recap.
3: It was fun for us. Hope it was fun for you. Oh, Good night yeah. and have a pleasant tomorrow. Next
0: time on Westerns and Wagons. but everybody calls me the DM because I am in charge of the game, and also because I'm a pretty cool dude.
3: Would you like another swing at that, or that's the one we go with? uh, They
0: call me John, I'm the DM, and I play everyone that the players don't play. I think you should go last. Perfect take. You're doing great. (laughs)